0: Hey mama, ever feel like there's just never enough? Whether it's energy, time, patience, or wine, well, you're definitely not alone. Welcome to Mama Needs Me Time, a podcast designed by a mom for moms. My name's Molly. I'm a mother, a wife, and most importantly, a woman who struggled to find herself after becoming a mom. We're gonna touch on mental health, personal development, and tips and tricks to make things easier. Welcome to my podcast. Let's get this thing rolling. Hey, thank you so much for joining me for this last day of the year episode of Mama Needs Me Time. Dude, 2020, can we talk about it? Do we even want to? I mean, as we're all picking up the tattered pieces of the last 365 days, I really want to take a couple minutes to reflect on my own journey this year and talk about what I've been through and how I've coped. Um, Let's start in January so my son was supposed to have his palate repair surgery and we were so excited. Um, and then it was rescheduled. Uh, they rescheduled his surgery for March. That's right. March in Seattle, you know, the place in the country where the, we first heard about COVID-19 and that diagnosis. So that was a little nerve wracking. We made it through, uh, his surgery on March 19th. Um, I'm happy to say he is happy, thriving, a normal toddler. <laughs> uh, and then we, you know, dove headfirst into a global pandemic. Um, I lost my job at the winery due to closures and restrictions, but it was actually a really good thing because it led me on this path to podcasting and starting my coaching business. Um, things seemed to stabilize for a while. We were coping with lockdowns, you know, finding our pod, our circle. And then I broke my ankle. (laughs) Um, it wasn't an exciting story. It was nothing to write home about, but I, I broke my ankle and needed to have surgery, but I was kind of in a holding pattern for a while with COVID restrictions on procedures in Seattle needing to recover. Um, it was just a lot. And then on top of that, all the drama in that hot steaming pile of our presidential election this year, um, So I finally ended up having surgery on November 4th and things seemed to be going pretty good. Recovery was going well. And then three weeks after we all got COVID, everyone in my house. Now, my husband was the only one who was leaving the house on a regular basis and he wore a mask. He had sanitizer. We followed all the rules. We did everything right. You know, big finger quotes there. We did everything we thought was right. We did everything we were told was right. And we still got sick. And so lots of fluids, lots of cuddles with our little guy, lots of just sitting at home going, oh my God, like, Bleh. Uh Then come to find out um, my pulse ox was dropping down into the low 90s, upper 80s. Um, and that's a sign of respiratory distress for those of you who don't know. So I ended up in the hospital Um, And they thought, you know, oh, it's COVID. It's not a big deal. Then they did some more research or more tests on me and found out I had blood clots in my leg. So the combination of being stationary, recovering from surgery and COVID, I ended up with blood clots. No big deal. Easily treatable. They sent me home on blood thinners. Not a big deal. Well, 48 hours later, we find out my mom's in critical condition in Minneapolis. We're out of our COVID quarantine. So we pack up the car and drove 24 hours from Seattle to Minneapolis. So that's where I am today. Um, but I really think that, you know, this this whirlwind, kick in the pants kind of year, um, which is almost too simple of a way to describe it, needs to be tied up with a nice bow at the end here. So I wanted to come on here and talk about something that's really important to me, has made a huge difference to me, has gotten me through this crazy year Um, and it's been one thing that's given me the strength to work through all of my anger, resentment, and the uncertainty that we faced and that was having a solid routine of self care and that's what I want to talk about. Um, I want to share some tips, tricks, and tools with you on setting up your own self-care routine and that way you can hit the ground running in 2021 and not be worried about losing yourself if we continue to face this adversity. So starting out, I want to talk about what exactly does self-care mean? Um, I think a lot of people, when they hear self-care, they think of spa day, girls trip, and those are part of it. Those are definitely part of it. Um, But most of the time we fail at self-care because we are practicing, how do I describe this? We're practicing a lifestyle that's led by technology. Um, so we, you know, you need to make space for self-care. You need to find, you know, the, the things that are right for you. So it's important to try to carve out 15 minutes here, 20 minutes there, you know, a couple hours a week where you're focusing on what you need. Um, And that could be something like, you know, giving, having a cup of tea by yourself. And I know for me (laughs) with a toddler, I I'd have to hide in a closet to have a cup of tea by myself, but sometimes just even the act of having that cup of tea or coffee or juice or soda or whatever it is you want to drink in the morning can really kind of rest your, you're spinning gears and let you reset for the day. Um, and so scheduling self time, self care time is a big thing. Um, recognizing that self care doesn't always have to be something huge. It can be, you know, just like I said, that cup of tea, resetting, taking care of yourself by getting yourself organized. Uh, I do this every morning. Um, Sometimes I do have to set my alarm to wake up a little earlier because I've got to beat my tornado out of bed. Um, and then, you know, I just sit down and I think, okay, how can I prioritize my day? I've got my personal development lessons in the morning. I've got conference calls. I've got to meet with clients in the afternoon. So when can I take time for myself? Um, You know, making sure that I know what's coming up in the day. That way, if something does pop up, like it was really easy for us to transition um, from Seattle to Minnesota because it's a matter of us just shifting our time zone. Um, I'm not asking clients to reschedule their appointments. I'm not asking, you know, my husband's able to manage his meetings um, with a two hour time difference and communicating with your significant other or, you know your work, um, your employer about like some of the things you need as far as scheduling is really helpful. Um, if you have a pet, just taking a few minutes a day to give your pet some extra cuddles, um, they can be hugely beneficial. Dogs, especially can help reduce stress and feelings of anxiety and can even lower your blood pressure just by you know helping you relax and focus on on something other than the daily stresses that you have. One of the big things that I've done that I've found has really helped is taking time to cook for myself at home. And I know that's the last, it seems like it's the last thing, um, you know, to add to your plate of making a meal. But at the same time, you, you know what you're putting in your body when you cook for yourself. Um, even if it's just like once a week, um, a healthy meal, like we use Green Chef, not an advertisement. (laughs) They don't sponsor me yet. Um, but we use Green Chef and it just helps to have those, you know, two to three meals a week that we can put a planned, healthy, you know, meal together and kind of, you know, Get rid of the, I don't want to criticize anyone making the choice to eat fast food every meal of every day. By no means, I've lived that life. I do live that life from time to time. But just having the the serenity, if you will, of cooking your own food, really, it helps you feel control over yourself and control over what's going into your body. Um, and so I think cooking, you know, once or twice a week is really beneficial Um, Planning a trip. I know right now that's hard with COVID and all the restrictions we're dealing with, but, you know, having a goal to focus on in the future as far as, um, like, we're going to go to a cabin or we're going to go to Hawaii once restrictions are lifted. Having that goal to focus on and move forward is really, it's helpful. Um, it helps you kind of disconnect and disassociate a little bit, um, and dream and, you know, letting your mind relax and having those dreams, having those goals is really positive. Um, it helps you, you know, again, this is all about changing and shifting your focus from stress to things that are going to make you happy and things that help you relax. Um, You know, exercising. Just even like I have the stand up uh, alarm on my watch. Just taking that time to to step away and refocus on you know listening to your body. That's a big part of self care. Knowing when you need to walk away from a problem at work. Knowing when you need to shift your focus makes a huge difference on your mental health. And that's that's really what self care about like. Self care is about. Self care isn't about you know, my nails look good. Self care is about how you feel. Um, it's not. It's not about having great makeup. It's not about having perfect hair. It's not about having nice things. But if those things, those actions, make you feel good, then that is self care. I know it sounds kind of contradictory, and I'm sorry for that. But that's really what it is. It's you know I. I love having time one-on-one with my dog. I know that sounds <laughs> sounds kind of crazy, but part of my anxiety and PTSD diagnosis that I have is that I get really, really wound up and I get really, you know, every little detail matters. That my dog will come in and like dogs, cats, hamsters, guinea pigs, you know, snakes, I guess, if that's what you're into are they don't care. They don't care if my kid has a SpaghettiO stain on his shirt and that I, you know, he doesn't think I'm a bad mom because I let my son leave the house with two different socks on. My dog loves me for who I am and loves me as his pack leader and like the person who's taken care of him since he was little. And that's like, that's why pets are so great. And I love taking, you know, five, 10 minutes every day to just sit with my dog, just sit with him, let, you know, let him lay on me. I, you know, scratch his ear, scratch his butt, all that stuff. Um, and that helps me recenter. That helps me find my focus. Same thing. You know, I mentioned cooking. I mentioned exercise, you know, finding things that really help shift your focus from the negative, from the anxiety, from the stress. Back onto yourself. My husband is a big napper. Um, He loves to sleep. Sleep is his method of self-care. Sleeping and reading books. And I try my very best to let him have that space. And it took a while. It took us a while to, you know, especially with a baby, to open that line of communication and understand that that was a need that he had to keep himself healthy I mean, obviously, right, we all need sleep. We all should be focusing on making sure we get enough sleep. But focusing on, like, communication between my significant other and myself about what he needed, you know, whether it's a nap. You know, he, he, he was the one who would take naps when the baby slept. Cool. That's what he needed. That's how he needed to refocus himself. Um, he loves his Kindle. All, all he wanted for the holidays this year was credits for Amazon to get more books on his Kindle. Um, he also disconnects with audiobooks and that that's what works for him. Whereas I am a much more physical person and I need to actually be removed from stressful situations. I like going for drives. I like, <clears throat> um, you know, just sitting out in my backyard, playing fetch with my dog, um, coloring with my son, like, you know... As parents and as, as adults in society today, we're so focused on, yeah, but I got to get this done. When we really sit back and realize that, yep, deadlines are important. Our careers are important. Our jobs are important. But we're important. <laughs> because guess what? You burn out and you end up in a depression or with severe, you know, crippling anxiety that you can't get your job done. You're not going to have a job. So being able to take that time, step back, refocus on yourself. Um, I've mentioned it before. I highly recommend meditation to end or start your day or both. Um, I meditate in the morning and in the evening. And you can meditate about abundance, reflection, stress relief, winding down, um, headspace, insight timer, YouTube are all great resources for meditation. Um... And that's a method that I use to refocus myself. There's so many things that you can do for yourself to find your focus and find what is your method of self-care. If you're a mom who likes to go and get, you know, get her nails done, or you know, just go sit in a parking lot and need a Dairy Queen Sunday then do that. Allow yourself the grace to have these moments where you are taking care of you. It's so hard as a mom and as a woman because we constantly feel like we're letting people down. And men feel the same way. I absolutely give them them the credit for that. (laughs) Men feel the same way. But we're talking about mama life right now. We're talking about how to find that grace and that self-care within yourself Um, to focus your energies on yourself. Because as moms, we tend to get lost. So I implore you as we enter 2021 to let go of the last 365 days and focus on this new chapter, this new clean book that we have and start on page one. And next time we're going to talk about goals, setting goals, crushing goals, and we'll see where 2021 can take us. All right, guys, thanks so much for listening. Have a happy new year. Stay safe. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode. As Jen Sicaro, author of You Are a Badass said, you are the only you that has ever been and ever will be. You are kind of a big deal. So go out there, mama, and get yourself some me time. Until next time, guys. Bye.